Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Design Show podcast. All right, today I have uh Yulia Saxon. Uh, she's the co-founder and director of Creativians, which is an award-winning interdisciplinary branding and design management consultancy. Uh, Yulia is also the founder of C Academy, an educational and research institu- institution. On top of that, she also serves as the council member on at the Institute of Management Consultants in Singapore uh, and is an Enterprise Singapore Certified Management Consultant. Um, so the company that she's uh, the, the co-founder and director of is Creativians. And Creativians, um, together with their you know, sister company of C, C Academy and Creative Mark, Right. Um, they deal with things like branding, uh, product design, UX, UI, packaging, and communications. Right. So, uh, hi, 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 Yulia. How are you? Hi. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah. Thank. Thanks for joining us on the show. Um. So, Yulia. Um. Actually, the the thing that uh, I wanted to sort of ask you, uh, first is you know maybe uh you can tell us a little bit about the 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 history of uh, of. Uh, of creativians. I mean, creativians. Um, from our knowledge, you know, from my knowledge and our discussions in the past, um, you know, started, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, with 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 going to to the design shows and with with a series of products, and now it's evolved into this huge, uh, you know, huge entity with 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 the sister companies as well as the different services that that it has. But you know, maybe you can give us a little bit of a just quick introduction on on what uh creativians is about. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, thanks for the long introduction. Oh, I didn't no, know it's no. so long. No, no, it's okay. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, how did Creativians start about? Uh, Creativians started off. Um, the name itself is actually started off back in two thousand and eight. So we started off as a sole proprietor entity, you know, and uh, we we go and invite our founders to go and try something you know so it started off by uh, our managing director Kim Ming Yap and he was just one day he was just uh, texting all of us hey you know what do you think of this name Creativians during that time it was so difficult to pronounce because it's 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 like there's a V you know there's an E it's like so mouthful it's creative what then why go ants then he say you know, just like Singaporean, no? oh. we are Singapore people. So <laughs> I want to go and create a company called Creativians. Mm. It's a place for creative people. Mm. And since then, we have been doing quite a Creativians way. Mm. <laughs> um, we started off um, back in 2010, mm. officially. Because uh, when we first started, it was during the time when we were still in Milan back then. Mm. Uh, we invite the founders to create products that represent Singapore. The first collection that we have launched it in 2011 in Milan show, uh, this Salone Satellite. Salone Satellite is one of the biggest uh, platform for young designers to be put into the international level, mm-hmm. you know, to be acknowledged is another different uh, pride as a designer. So I think during that time, we only uh, created like about six to eight collect uh, products we name it under treasure of the little red dot that is one way for us to go and promote singapore (laughs) and we were very happy we were very happy and we were quite lucky that uh, a lot of journalists around the world uh, start to look at uh, our collections and people want to see more from us there were only three days uh, if i'm not wrong there were only three days of show the first day of show, we don't even have a press kit. We don't have price list. <laughs> we don't have anything. People ask us, so where can I get to know more about your company? So at the end of the first show, uh, Kim Ming prepared the press release. <laughs> and then after that, um, we get them to go and download. You know, They give us name card and we back-end system. We go and uh, email them one by one, you know, saying thank you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, and that's how most of us uh, start to get noticed you mm-hmm. know, about creativians, about design in Singapore, about our collections, you know, and it's been translated in many different languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia, quite interesting because it's a, it's a design platform mm. around the world. And um, 
at the same year in September, we went to Ten London. Uh, Ten London is also another platform that is meant for young designers, mm -hmm. you know, to showcase any products or services that they have. And we had it there. Uh, and subsequently, uh, we go for a few more years mm -hmm. after that, you know, with new collections, more collections, and so on and so forth. Um, during that time, we were backed by um, Design Singapore. Mm. Uh, there was this funding called OPPP. It's more onto the overseas uh, exhibition mm. grant. Then uh, we also joined force with uh, SFIC to create Singapore La, mm. one of the, if I'm not wrong, in 2014, maybe, 2013, 2014. So together with any other designers, local designers, we go together with uh, IMAP fundings to... Uh, to go together, you know, to, to say about what is Singapore design. Mm. Then subsequently, um, I think as recent in 2016 or 17, we went with our partners. Uh, we create the missing dino, uh, missing the missing dining table collection. So the missing dining table collection is was quite interesting. What happened? if there's no longer a need to have a dining table at home. So the collection um, have many different ways, you know, because if you look at it, who has the time to go and eat at dining table anymore? You will eat in front of your TV, you will eat on your work desk, you know, you will eat outside, so on and so forth. So our products create this particular opportunity. Some people, they eat alone. So how are you supposed to go and create uh, the products surrounding this particular brief and interesting some of them when they went to our booth they're saying where's the table <laughs> oh, where's the table <laughs> you know the missing dining table they look for the table uh, yeah and uh, during that time our collection was created in a copper uh, mm. copper coating uh, products so if you see from our website or anything like that, there's, there's collections on that. So some people, they say, oh my God, this is, looks so pretty. It looks like a rose gold. You know, copper, copper mm. high gloss can look like a rose gold. They say, uh, no, but we choose it as a copper because of the antibacterial property. We are dealing with food. Mm. So antibacterial properties, uh, copper, used long back then. Right? So that's how we do and after that subsequent year we came out with uh, paradiso paradiso is a series of furniture very interesting furniture uh in collaboration with gimenton gimenton is a family business uh furniture uh maker that is based in cremona they were the one that doing for moroso you know capellini all those kind of big names and yeah i have one the best uh See, uh, the best sets in Singapore. So when we design our products, because they are very good with um, marine grade uh, quality furniture, that means they build yacht mm -hmm. furniture, anti-mold, anti-salt water, all those kind of things. So they built the first set that is in Singapore showroom now mm -hmm. using that particular grade. Meaning, <laughs> if you throw it into the sea, 50 years down the road, you can still see the furniture mm -hmm. intact. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, can you imagine when I bring in the 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 crate back to Singapore? Mm. I think I was paying about two thousand just for the GST. Wow, just for the GST! Oh my god! Oh my, gosh. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and it was just for the cost price. Yeah, it's not even the the selling price, you know. So <sighs> painful, but yeah. <laughs> okay, then yeah. there is uh one thing, and subsequently we come up with many different collections mm. on our own, like Bwax Wrap, you know, Metal Matter. We have a collaboration uh glass also materialized uh, materialized glass mm. with uh Sarah. Uh, Sarah is a uh is a second generation business owners. Uh, that is uh. The family business mm. of doing uh, glass maker, mm, mm. you know, so it's a very famous uh, one of the one of the best one in Singapore. Mm. Okay, so that is one of the thing. Of course, we do many other things uh, smaller. No, no, it's getting smaller because exhibition is in overseas is a bit like slow down, mm. especially during the Corona season. Yeah. It's like we are supposed to have 
uh, attending another exhibition in Shanghai. Or yeah. Yeah. I'm not very sure the date keep on get pushed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the upcoming one is going to be in September, but mm. we are not very sure whether or not we are still uh, able to or safe to travel out. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but actually, no. I mean, the the history that you just saw painted for us is 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 very interesting because um, a lot of that is very product. Product, yes. product design related, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, when we, when, when anybody, if anybody goes to your, 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 your business uh, website or looks at the LinkedIn accounts and look at the projects that you're doing or even the courses that you're doing, now you're looking at a little more branding, uh, UI, UX, packaging, communication, um, design management or uh, strategy as well, right? How, how, mm. what was the, the, what was the shift that happened? Like, when was this shift or how did this shift happen that you moved from product um, and started to include all these other aspects of the business? You know, was there a reason for that? You know, or, or what was what, what caused that to happen? Okay. We started off as a collection back in that, uh, 2010-2011, right? And people start to go and uh, be interested, you know. Mm-hmm. Can I engage you for this project, that project, and that project? And during that time, we don't even have an incorporation in Singapore at all. Mm. So a couple of friends of ours in EDB, you know, they were saying, hey, you know, you're Singaporean, right? Why don't you go and set up a company in Singapore? <laughs> there were PIC back then, mm. you know, it was during the time when there were PIC. They say there's this good funding that helps to uh, uh, ease the support when you set up mm. your first, uh, first year or two years of your company. Mm. Then we were saying, okay, why don't we do that? Mm. So during that time, I think back in 2012, we 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 convert our sole proprietorship mm. into uh, incorporations. Mm-hmm. First thing first is so that it has a limited liability, mm. right? Private limited. Mm. So limited liability to the owners. And also... Um, we want to really focus on this particular company and make it better. So it's not just like a collection, you know, because people start to give the trust to us. Mm-hmm. So incorporation happened in uh, 16th September. So we are going to be eight years soon. <laughs> yeah, eight years pretty soon, 16th September. So uh, the client comes in, first of all, is just the client that comes in like, we don't even have SEO back then. Our mm. website was still a collection kind of website. But clients start to come in. And for us to prove what we're doing, we just do according to what they want. Mm. That is the first step. And after that, the client say, hey, uh, can you do this also? Can you do that also? Can you do this also? You know. Then when we do it for them, they say, ah, if that's the case, can you manage everything for me? End to end. Most yeah. of customers, they do it the same way. Mm. Ah, yeah, you settle for me everything. Ah, mm-hmm. Settle, you know. So that's how we do. Mm. We start off as a product design. Product mm. design has this uh, methodology of putting the customers at the center, uh, the user mm-hmm. at the center of everything. Mm. You know, the way to build the experience and so on so forth. So uh, from the product design itself, they ask us to go and do packaging. Mm. How to package this particular product. Then after that, they ask us, can you communicate it out so mm. that I can sell my product? So that's how we have. Mm. Then after that, they say, hey, can you take care of my brand? So that become branding. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we started. And um, the first year, we were still figuring out. Mm. During that time, there were no sound of branding back then. So it was close to more than seven years ago. You know, more than seven years ago, we shift from product design to branding back then. So that's explain why our we are much more focused onto the branding now and we have more track records mm. in terms of that because it's been built for the past what seven years. Yeah. yeah. So that's how it started. Um when we when you get the trust from the client and you manage to deliver it, they they trust you even more. That's built the confidence in ourselves mm. as well, you know. Oh people 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 really, you know, trust us in mm. that sense. And that's how our confidence starts to get better and better, you know, and we do more and more and we attract more people. Um, and also, our kind of client is interesting. We don't mm. have a specific, from, from specific industry, we have quite a big spectrum of it. We have medical education, FMCG, uh, we have restaurants also, we have a gym. Mm. We have one gym in, uh, in Brunei. Oh, <laughs> and wow. we attract many different um, 
clientele uh, clients as well mm. around the world. Mm. Um, we are kind of lucky in that sense, maybe. I hope. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, especially during this COVID, because mm. I understand like tourism, um, you know, FM, FMB, you know, they they are quite uh, facing quite a huge mm. challenge in terms of uh, that particular industry at the moment. But of course, like uh, we are kind of thankful that uh, many of the essentials uh, mm. company we have uh, that means they they see us as someone that we we have building materials clients we mm-hmm. have disposal company as well so they are those the ones that no need to shut down during mm-hmm. the circuit breaker so we have been supporting them in terms of uh, that yeah thankfully mm-hmm. yeah during the corona uh, lockdown I I mean as a question in terms of you know the company has a lot of certifications right that they, they go for mm. um that's you you got you talk about ISO your mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. RMC um you know uh, your certification as consultant and then uh your WSQ for the training as well you know yes. you have your company has a lot of certifications has a lot of um you know uh, all of these titles and benchmarks do you feel that that is actually something that is um useful when it, when it, when it go when it, when you go and re- outreach to your clients and and do you think that that's if it's useful is it something that's um useful because we're in the context of Singapore do you think that because we're in Singapore that applies a little <laughs> bit more hmm, okay um hmm. it's true to a certain extent but sometimes when you talk about it um there are two kind of ways uh, two kind of ways to see it Number one is to give an assurance for our clients, you know. So, like any other things, you know, how credible is this company, mm. you know? Mm. How, uh, if I give my money to them, so-called investing for this particular mm. project, will I get a good returns? Mm. Or will this company, you know, by night, by day kind of <laughs> companies, right? So number one is definitely to give an assurance. Number two is for our own self as well. Mm. When it's your own company, you want it to systemize as much as possible. So you don't have to be all the time 24-7 and manage it all along. So you need systems to grow, to expand. Mm. You can never be one man show all the time mm. for what? We, we are getting older. <laughs> Even sometimes going to the market, I also go the one who go already <laughs> call for delivery. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, these these two factors. Of mm. course, other than that, um, it gives you a better position in terms of uh, in comparison to your competitors. Yeah. So what is the plus points you need mm. to know when nobody has it? You should be the first one to have mm. it, or even better than competitors. So in the eye of your uh, potential clients you are much more better off mm. you know you have these values more mm. plus plus points compared to the other one yeah mm. actually it will be it's it's quite interesting because like accountants right accountants you knew they go and do their cpa their mm. externals their industries sort of accreditation certifications and things like that um i mean as designers apart from the the, the certification you get from the school um I mean, there are some societies like, you know, there's an interior design societies and things like that, but they are not really sort of certifications where you are measured up to say that, oh, you have this standard, you have this quality, um, you know, and, and I think, yeah, I mean, it's very hard. Actually, you're one of the first few companies uh, that I've seen that actually you know design companies that you know has an ISO and has <laughs> multiple other types of certifications and now you're even talking about the the PDPC which is you know mm. um, for data production and things like that which 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 in my mind is it's very it's very strange because not strange in a bad way but strange is it's, it's the first time I'm hearing it but when mm. I think about it more about I think about it more then I think Actually, yeah. I mean, design companies should go through, you know, yes, all of these. Because we're dealing yeah. with IP as well. You know, uh, we're dealing with uh, uh, the reason why clients, you know, during this particular COVID also, yeah. um, there's only a couple of team members of mine able to go and do the clientele works hmm. because of the IP protections, hmm. you know. And also the client uh, will be very much appreciated that we still continue keeping the the so called this this particular uh, NDA policies, mm. of course, right? So 
uh, it was quite an interesting time during the circuit breaker. Hmm. Of course, now we are back like so full because not enough manpower. Hmm. There's only selective uh, team of ours that uh, can do certain job. You know, it's not that it's not that uh, we we. How to say? It's not that we we choose our designers. You know, I think you no know, lah. I think the parents will go and see then talk, 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 talk. It's it's not about that. It's more onto um some clients are much more comfortable to go and let these particular designers or these particular designers to go and take care of their own work. So yeah, of course, some work are still ongoing now. Yeah, mm. that's why. I mean, I I just find. I mean, it's it's something that the more I think about it, I think. Very important. Yeah, right? very important. <laughs> Cause now actually, uh, the other day I was just researching back on some of the older companies, right? Like you know, mm. maybe some animation companies in the past mm. or some design companies in the past. A lot of them have defunct after a while, and then, um, you know, there's there's also some ID interior design companies. You know, they change quite quickly, um, and then um, you know, uh, they you know some 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 lah. These are they're talking about very small number, but some run away with people's money and things like that, right? Oh. So, um, I mean, not saying that this. I mean, but but I I feel that with the accreditation, with with all these different standards that you're you're ensuring, I think the points you talk about, you know, the 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 five C's that you have as a business, right? You know, this thing of consultants, uh, um, consistency, consciousness, mm. uh, your conscience, you know, mm. um, it it just feels that there is that that level of assurance that you've added to your business and your company that that you know some other businesses have not. You know, so so it's it's a good thing. You know, I, I always feel that the more I interact with with you all, and I, the more I see, the more I think that oh, actually, you know, this 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 should be the standard. I think you know people should sort of have, and then it should be a case where you know, like oh, these are the companies that have been you know have that assurance. So you're going to them for that assurance for that consistency, uh, and it's not just about price matching. You know, it's not about you know cutting the corners, cutting the cost, and and as a business, it adds. It feels like, I mean, from what I see, like you know, it does add. That value to the business because mm-hmm. your 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 the the clients are paying you for that assurance that more and it's not that it's not like oh I'll just give you the 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 quickest cutters cost because oh. you know a lot of the companies when they do that it's they 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 have no choice you know if I cut the cost that you're paying me I also inevitably will have to cut the quality of the work as well you know Correct. yeah yes. I have to find a cheaper mm-hmm. vendor I have True. to I have to. Uh, overwork my my staff members, mm. um, or I give you less quality, uh, lower mm. quality products. You know, it, no, yeah. there's no way you can go about it, right? You know, mm. even if I, you know, don't eat, I I take less profits for myself or the business, it will still eat into that. You still eat into the cost of other things. So, I mean, people have to pay for, pay for, you know, pay, you know, they pay for what they they get what they pay for, like in that sense, you know. So I yeah. think having the assurance, you know, it's it's initial sunk cost, expensive ISO takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, you know, your 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 PDPC, all yeah. this expensive, a lot of effort. But yeah. you know, the trickle down effect. I think I mean from what I can see, it's 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 providing a lot of value for for the business. So I think that's quite yeah. quite quite yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So in terms of that, um, why? Why do we care, right? Sometimes when you how to say when when you just mention all these things, then mm-hmm. it got it got us thinking. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you see us, right? Okay, so um, sometimes when we look at it, it's more onto like putting ourselves um in the shoes of our clients mm-hmm. as well. You know, if I am uh, the client, if I'm the customers. Will I be assured if this person is having uh, this additional certification or um, winning certain awards or something like that? So when we talk about it, yeah, it gives and definitely it gives a value added points, you know, the extra brownie points compared to any other competition. Because when we are dealing with brands, it's also the same thing. You know, you need to know what your customer wants. You need to know what your competitors has been doing. You know? And you need to know what you're good at. And so far, yeah, the client didn't even ask us about how old are you, mm-hmm. <laughs> or what 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 was your school qualification. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have. And most of my clients or uh, the the clients that I'm handling, they are all way older than mine. Mm-hmm. They are all way older than mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
if I'm very thankful that they see our company as the same level, you know, to, to give us a consistent advice to them on how they should go and move their business uh, forward. Some of them definitely already an experienced business owners, you know, like 40 years in the industry, so on and so forth, many, many different generations and so, so forth. Uh, of course, we we need to know what the company needs. You know, When we give an advice, we cannot say like, just by looking at your company, I tell you this is, mm-hmm. no. Our company is being backed by um, research also. Before we do up, let's say, the clients and get charged for branding projects, we have to go and do a background research. And the first thing, the first elements of branding is brand audit. Mm. Brand audit requires us to go and uh, look through what the company is having currently, you know, like whether or not they have a vision mission in place. Are they doing the vision mission in place? What about the stuff going down the road? Do they know what the boss mission vision is going to be? And what are they doing there for, you know? And when we do interview, internal uh, internal interview with them, we do up in three tiers. Uh, first is the managerial. Oh, wrong. First is the, the leadership. Managerial as well as the executive. Executive can be the heads of certain departments, depending on how big is the, the, the departments. So we get to know how many uh, inputs from them in terms of uh, the brand itself in terms of their product or services, in terms of the way they do the marketing. Just these three points, among all these things, we will be able to go and get a data or where they are at the moment. We compare it also together with their competitors also. They have to go and mention to us who are their competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, competitors can be two kinds of things, direct and indirect competition. Direct competitor, for example, I'm selling uh, furniture. My direct competitor is also selling furniture, sir. Yeah, but indirect competition can be um, a client that, uh, eh, not a client, shop that substitute your furniture. That is your indirect competition. Mm-hmm. For example, a carpet manufacturer. You don't want to sit on the furniture, you sit on the floor. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Or even pillow manufacturer mm-hmm. or, or any kind of weird things. You know? mm-hmm. So that is your indirect competition. So that, that could be very interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they request us, you know, I want to be like that particular mm-hmm. company, but I do not know how. Can you study that particular company and see what's so good about them mm-hmm. and see where we can match it up? Mm-hmm. So possible. And the last bit is their customers. Mm-hmm. Customers in terms of two kind of things, their existing customers and their potential customers. What is What makes the existing uh, customers wants to keep on engaging with the brand. Mm-hmm. What is it? And what is it that they have, uh, what is it that they want the brand to improve? So giving them better support, better service, or more new products or something like that. When we come in as a third-party consultant, when we do interview face-to-face or even a focus group, we manage to get the info out. They're usually very transparent with us. Of course, we need to build the comfort level with them first, or else then we cannot get uh, a lot of information out, right? So um, my staff, the one that is uh, in charge of doing, that means the team that is in charge of doing this particular internal interview has been trained to to provide this kind of dialogue, you know, in order for them to go and get as much information as possible. And after that, um, the data comes in and we need to go and analyze it before we give the recommendation to the brand itself, the brand owners itself, or where you should go, how you should go, why you should go. You know. So that gives us a better position in terms of um, convincing the clients that you know this position is actually better than yours, mm-hmm. or you should do this, you know, you should do that. That's how we get it lah. Mm-hmm. So not an easy job, right? <laughs> No. <laughs> Not an easy job, but we enjoy it. It's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. It's also a huge responsibility in terms of whatever decision that we have or the way we design the flyers. It needs to be effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It needs to be effective. Not just pretty visual, but it needs to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. 
we know about it also. I think during the second year of our company, second year of our company, we realized that when we are designing things or when we design a simple flyers, it's a form of a communication. When we build a product, right? It's a form of communication as well. When any kind of things that we do, even when you cry or when you um, have this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, when you don't even want to say anything, it's a form of communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the unique part of it. Whatever thing that we do, whoever thing that we sell is meant for a human. Mm-hmm. So the moment we realize, we understand the people and so on and so forth, that's how we can serve better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. how we... When we do our consultation also to the client, we also do the same thing. Mm. It's not about you like it or I like it. It's mm. about what your audience want to see, you know, mm. what, what they want to get out of it so that they will be uh, able to go and build the connection with you and they become your, we call it BFF, mm. right? You know, they become customer loyalty and so on and so forth, even retaining basis. So, so people, yeah. people is the most important thing. <laughs> It is, it is, it is. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's good. That's actually a, a a good sort of summary. I think in terms of the 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 I think the the value that you're 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 trying to bring to to the customers. And I think, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's, it's a very definitely a learning point that uh you know uh, companies can can look into as well. I mean, the journey of the company seems to be very, um, very market driven, right? So you know, it's you know, it's it's not. Uh, you know, you have your you had your core skills. You all started out with, you know, your masters. You know, all the education that you did was in product design. But because those skills were quite transferable into the branding, the communication, that allowed your business to to grow. And I think, uh, it's also you know it does feel that it's you 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 were not too. Um, I mean, sometimes companies want to. I mean, from what I see, like they're very niche. So like, I, I only want to do product. You know, I don't want to do anything else. But it you know it seems like Creativians was able to uh, follow the flow of nature and you know based on the demands of the market we will also expand these these things you know through the transferable skills right, which mm. is good and then also now I mean um, you know with C Academy and also you are also running quite a few workshops for different organizations and different businesses as well right I mean it's also see, starting to see that um, you know uh, you, you, you this belief that you know creativians you know, like Sing- where Singaporeans right that everybody can be creative also so, you know it's also good to see interesting to see how you you, you also taken that shift and included the educational aspect as well um, but I guess you know to touch on the on, on that a little bit I mean do you feel um, you know apart from you know just educating people um, uh, how are you f- how do you feel that you know the the this idea of having uh, an education arm in that sense um, do, you know um, do you how do you feel that that actually adds value to the core business or do you or is it doing something that's um, more of, of a of a sort of social education aspect you know or, or do you see that, that it actually does include uh, and bring benefit back to to the core business uh, when it comes to engaging your clients okay how we um, how we we started off creating this CA academy altogether was simply because two reasons. Number one, when we engage our designers, you know, of course, fresh designers or designers that come from any other industry then seeking for employment to us, they have to be trained using our methodology. So this particular methodology was uh, created in a way that uh, they'll be able to we call it like an OJT, right? Mm-hmm. On the job trainings. So they'll be able to deliver, they'll be able to understand our system, they'll be able to do those kind of things. And sometimes not all students learn the same way. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not about the students is not very smart or the teacher is not very good. Mm-hmm. It's more onto the communication link mm-hmm. between them mm-hmm. got disconnected, you know? So, we have been taking uh, a lot of design, you know, every now and then there, w- there will be interns coming in. So I'm the one that is in charge of training them so that they will be able to go and deliver the, the projects as uh, effective as possible, right? Because time matters, right? Then we have to understand the persons, 
we have to understand the communication way of them understanding things, you know, and we have to understand their growth as well. Every staff of ours, we no longer see them as expenses. I know most business owners fall into this trap saying that, no, if I get them, I need to pay. I need to keep on paying them. But the moment you start to see them as an asset, you want to go and groom them. You want to keep them for long. You know, you want to know why they like working with you. Mm-hmm. You want to keep on feeding what they want to get out of you. You know, and they will be more than happy to support you with everything that they have. The moment they they have, that means the moment that they 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 get what they want from you, lah. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Um, started off from uh, teaching the team. <laughs> Then after that, the clients start to ask questions, mm-hmm. right? Then we were saying that, oh, if that's the case, let's create this thing because the clients say you you manage to go and simplify things that, you know, like for example, if if a doctor um, needs to give an instruction on how to do a heart surgery, mm-hmm. but this particular doctor will be able to go and um, is able to go and translated in the very layman terms that the patient understand mm-hmm. that is already a plus point. Mm-hmm. So what we are doing is also the same thing. We remove all the jargons because we try to put ourselves in their shoe. Will they understand? Because they may not be uh, going through the same education system that we have. They may not be able to go and see what we have been seeing. So we have to communicate with them as simple as possible. You know, so that is one of the strengths that when we mention about See, Academy is, we believe everyone can be creative. You don't need to be a designer to be creative. Sometimes, like, when you know the table or the seats is not balanced, what do you do? You just fold a couple of paper and stuff it in, right? That is being creative, mm-hmm. you know? So, everyday design exists. Mm. Yeah, so, you don't have to be. Yeah. And um, how does this see Academy become one of our core uh, system is when we... After we go through the branding, you know, and we implement everything else, the client will be very much appreciated if we can translate it to all the layers of um, uh, team that they have. You know, this company has gone through uh, the branding and these are the things that they do. Uh, and these are the things that you should be doing as a brand ambassador. Every staff that they have is a brand ambassador. Mm the way they present themselves, the way they talk about their services, the sales people, or even the way they answer the phone call is a reflective of how the brand is. So they need to be trained in terms of what we call it as brand rollout. And the output of it, let's say, that's why we we, we are able to go and give it uh, a brand all the way to the franchise level is because of the brand guide manual. Brand guide manual, if they give it to franchisee to follow through, they'll be able to follow through even though they do not know what the company is actually doing or they, the franchisee can be non-staff, right? So, yeah. So, that's what we do. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's good. So, it's, 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 it's inspiring to sort of see how... Because I think the unique thing I think about creative events I really feel is that you know apart from the um, you know the, the accreditations or, or the certifications or the ISOs that we're talking about um, is that your business has a very 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 clear structure you know you 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 you, you do things in a very structured manner mm-hmm. and you know um, sometimes people may think that it's counterintuitive to to being creative. Like creativity is about you know being spontaneous. You know we want to solve problems quickly, but but actually we do need to bring some very clear structures in. Like what you've done, you know, to research, you know, to do the brand audit, to do um, the engagement with the clients on multiple levels. Right? It 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 needs to be structured in those ways before the creativity can come out. Right? So I think it ties very nicely and. and, and you know, all the, the components, you know, do seem to come together very well because of this structure, you know, from the, you know, from, and, and you tie, it, it's, it's just, I, I'm just very intrigued because, you know, at, at, you know at, when I think about it, when I first started my design career or, you know, first started going to design school, we learn about all the theories, we learn about all the different components of design, right? But to be able to see how you have done it 
you know, from end to end, right? You, the pre-engagement with the clients, you know, research and then doing all the different things, product, design, um, branding, and then now leading up with you, with Creative Mark, right? All the way all to manufacturing with, with your different partners and then, you know, your digital aspects. So it's, it, it's a structure that works, right? And, and it's a structure that has been able to help your business grow, not just in locally in Singapore, but internationally as well. You know, you talk about clients in, in Brunei, you know, in, in, in Asia, wider parts of Asia, you know, internationally as well. Um, and, you know, I, I just find that it's, it's, it's very interesting because um, it's, it's very unique because not, I don't see many uh, companies, I guess, uh, have that breadth of things that they cover, but also have that depth in terms of that structure that's there. So I think I I feel that there's a very a very unique selling point um, as a business and you know as a brand itself. Um, so yeah, I mean I think that's that's something that that that, that caught on. And and now you're teaching people through your your uh, your your about this whole structure about this whole format, uh, and it works not just to help you get more clients, but it also helps you work. Uh, works in terms of when it comes to the training people because you're training them in a very systematic manner right um, everybody's got their different roles different tasks um, you know and, and you talk about you know um, you know people we usually think of of, of, of uh, you know when we think of this ISO certifications we think of manufacturing right of manufacturing companies um, and you know the design company is usually not um, linked with that but you know, now when you think about it, you see, you see, you can see actually the way you've done it, it fits, you know, that whole structure very well. And it's almost like a manufacturing plan, but still giving you the, uh, it's not manufacturing in terms of the product, but it's manufacturing in terms of the structure and the way that you're doing things. So um, from a, from an organizational perspective, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's very clear, you know, and I think that's very clear for clients as well. I think it adds value to the clients because the clients also know that you you are doing these specific things because sometimes I mean even as when I talk to new people who know about design I can be a bit airy fairy or can be a bit vague because we're not sure what the outcome is going to be right but sometimes mm. people are very hard to grasp that but because you've given them a very very clear structure okay it's um, okay research you know the brand audit you know the the product specifications blah 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 A B C D A it's mm. it's very clear and, and I can imagine as a client I'll be like oh, okay, so I know this is what I'm going to get, right? It's not like, it's very vague. So I think that's, that's, um, that's something that, that, that uh, you know, it's, it's very, very interesting to learn about, you know, especially from, uh, from, a, from a, you know, from a design uh, company. And I, I, I don't know, I, I think like, maybe because the, the companies that I've been engaging with, a lot of them are maybe more started out as, you know, um, you know branding, advertising, communication, or, or UI or web, right? So maybe the schools of thought within there is a bit different from a product school of thought. Right, which is yeah. was which traditionally a little bit more, not to say totally, but a little bit more, like we talk about, you know, user centric, right? So you know, having that user centricity and it just flows throughout, you know, with all the different frameworks, and also you know, I'm sure your 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 use of uh, materials that also plays a part. So I don't know, just the more you speak about it, the more I'm just thinking like. Wow, you know, the, the the system just works, right? It just it feels like it just works. It's a well rigged, well oiled and well tested machine that works. And you know, I I, I usually don't think of business design businesses as machines, but mm. but you know, the way you just the more you speak about it, the more I'm almost like buying into it, you know, like so like a like a con con like I'm going through <laughs> a like sort of a design <laughs> Yeah, like a design conversion in my mind. Yes, like oh yes. I'm going through this, you know, mm-hmm. epiphany, you know, like mm-hmm. like it's like it's just opening opening these these eyes for me. Yeah. But I guess I will move on. I won't ramble too much. But the next question I actually wanted to ask you uh, is related to the 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 C Academy, right? So you talk about C Academy and we talk about education. Um and I think in our earlier conversations, you 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 have actually you have this book right, which is the Are You Brain Dead, um, and you know uh you you you've been selling those copies around and you've been using it as actually what I find is quite interesting as a marketing tool, um you know uh and you know that's 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 um that's something that you know is is quite unique, um you know apart from the book you know in fact from engage using the book as a marketing tool. Um, are there any other ways that you are marketing the business to to sort of get new customers? So I mean, just based on what we've spoken about, you, um, you have the book, um, and also you you're using I mean to educate people and potential clients through C Academy. Uh, are there plans or are there uh, other unique ways that you are your your creativity is using or 
or or, or uh, engaging uh, other businesses to sort of to um, into to to convert them into into uh, potential clients. You know, any other new interesting ways that you've been doing? Uh, nothing too secretive. Uh, nothing that's uh, don't need, don't please don't share anything the too secretive things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, unique ways that I guess you've you've done in the past that you felt was quite useful. Hmm. Okay. So um yeah. How we do marketing? Marketing works both ways. Yeah, marketing works. Okay, branding is something to attract you, right? Branding is a uh, is a way to attract the potential customers towards you. Can be, uh, for example, like me, uh, the the color of my hair. For example, if I want to change it to shashui, uh, then I ping, you know, then you start to look at me, right? Or I change the color uh, of my lipsticks or the way I dress up, you know, so. All these kind of things is what you see as the brand itself. Like for example, the way they do packaging, the way they do their um, their logo. All those kind of things is part of branding. But mm. logo is not the brand, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then so that is to pull towards you. Mm. You know, it's the reason why you want to uh, want to listen to me. Mm. It's the reason why, right? So the how itself is the way you translate what is inside your brain out. To, to the end users, like I'm giving you the name card so you know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm showing you my website so you know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you uh, my flyers, my brochure, or even my webinar uh, chat like mm-hmm. this. I'm telling you who I am, mm-hmm. right? What I do, what I'm good at, and so on. So, forth. so this is the book. Yes, yes, yes. Are you branded? Yes, I will have yeah, the links in the description. So don't worry, don't worry. You can buy a copy. So are you branded? It's quite mm. funny because mm. um, the brand itself is is true enough. It's actually the brain of your company, right? It, this, this particular brand works for both ways. It mm. works for individual uh, professional services, and the other way is uh, is good for your company as well. And we make it very simple that it doesn't have an industry jargon because. Mm. Uh, Yulia doesn't doesn't come uh, doesn't born with uh, English speaking family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if Yulia doesn't understand, everybody don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Simply saying that. It. So this book has been like uh, we created this book. Um, that means we write this book co author with our managing director and as well as Judy Judy mm-hmm. Tam. So uh, we we developed this book, the content itself, for about nine months. You know, copy edit, copywriting, change this, change that. You know, about nine months and printed. Uh, because this is produced by our own, mm. so it just take what one month, and the thing comes in with uh, a couple of uh, thousand copies, right? So this book we use it as part of a marketing tool simply mm. because every time when we speak with the client, the client people asking, "What do you mean by branding? What is branding?" Then we have to repeat the whole chunk of mm. it. Yeah, so we we find it like, okay, enough is enough. Let's write the book. Mm. Paint for nine months is okay. Mm. It's like delivering a kid, lah. So this is yeah, my baby, yeah. right? So <sighs> this one, then um, this allows them to understand in the form of like a story, story writing, a journey with Mister Brain, uh, mm. story of like a Mister Brain on what is branding and mm. what can it do to you and how you can uh, do a step. On how to do it because this particular book has this uh, like a case studies. Then also there are some self checklists mm. for you to go and fill it up and so on and so forth. So it's it's a it's a good handbook, mm. you know. So because when you think about it, if you're given a book by somebody, if I don't like to read, what happened to the book inside the shelf? Right? Mm. <laughs> because they say it's bad luck to it's throw a book. Yes. So I'm giving them. Uh, a book that they rather don't throw, yeah. <laughs> because people throw your brochure, people throw your name card sometimes, mm. right? They do not know where they misplaced because name card so small, and now they have a digital name card. Mm. So yeah, but book is like an evergreen. Mm. Even if you read it one time, maybe next year or two years or reference mm. when you are when you are in need to go and refer to it, the book is still there, and yeah. So that is one of the way. Make sure you have physical and digital mm. uh, marketing. So uh, another type of marketing is uh, what we have thought bags, mm. just as simple as thought bags. Yeah. So the thought bags when we deliver our, for example, um, during that time we were still doing quite a number of thought bags for exhibitions. We do uh, thought bags for delivering our 
our deliverables uh, projects to mm -hmm. the clients. This one, the CPIN is also our marketing mm -hmm. tool now. <laughs> it's only for the VIP we'll get. Wow. Okay, okay. So Nick, if you go and give a talk to, to my event again, I'll give you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will. <laughs> Once a criterion will always yes. be a criterion. Yeah, so uh, many other ways for you to do it and also uh, marketing ways website. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, our website has recently been uh, relaunched, remade, uh, rebuilt, mm -hmm. completely new. Uh, that show off a little bit more onto our UI UX side. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were saying UI UX is much more um, apps based, mm -hmm. you know, website based, but it's not true. Mm -hmm. UI UX is is created in a form of um, with an intention of creating a good experience. Mm -hmm. You know, that leads to rating system. For example, if you take Grab, they will ask you to rate my service mm -hmm. or something like that. Why you rate three star? Why you give one star? Why you give five star? That gives uh, different reasons, right? For example, the car condition is very bad. The uncle talk too much, <laughs> you know, or icon too cold, yeah. you know, or super spanky clean, you know, mm. the guy knows direction, mm. you know, super fast to the destination, very safe, right? Mm. All this kind of thing is actually what I call it as user interfaces. Mm. All the interfaces mm. is the support things that makes it happen, that creates the UX, the mm. experience that you have, right? Mm. So that happens digitally. Physically, it's the same thing too. Mm. Like, for example, if you haven't met the person and you give a call to your brand on a phone call and this person speaks very rude, mm. do you think they will engage the business? I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So many different things as well. For example, the flyers that you receive on the road, mm. if it designed very bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where's the phone number. I cannot see. You uh, know, That yeah. is interfaces as well. Yeah. The placement for information, mm. the, the hierarchy, how normal people read it, you mm. know, left to right, up to down or anything like that. The color choice as well, you cannot just slam any choices mm. of colors. Those are interfaces. Mm. So, uh, oh yeah, then going back to that one, uh, marketing tools, many different ways. Lah, yeah. Mm. And um, creating a products, creating a products, uh, then after that you put design by creating. So it's also a marketing tool for mm. us. Um, yeah. Other than social media posting, all those kind of things. There are many ways. Yeah. You know, sometimes, even when you um, like produce a pen, mm -hmm. we, we never do that. Produce a pen, then you put your logo and you give it to them. Or creating a post-it, you give it to your potential customer. It's a way for you to um, get them to remember you all the time because you're writing a pen. Mm -hmm. And make sure this pen is not just a normal ballpoint pen, you know, mm -hmm. not the typical pilot pen that they can get somewhere else. You know, sometimes what you can do if you have budget, you can engrave your mm. client's name. Mm. They will not throw their name away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have to think in their own shoes, mm. you know, what kind of products or what kind of things that you promote about your company or your services that they do not want to throw. Mm. Yeah. Then you forever there. Like for example, some people go and uh, create desktop calendar. Mm. The desktop uh, calendar they print their their client's name or even uh, no, not the client name, uh, like the company names mm. and so on so forth. But if you want to go one step further, you actually can uh, do hot stamp. You know, do a bit more expensive than definitely mm. because it's one piece production, right? Custom production, but they will keep it for life. Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, maybe if got if your company got enough uh, budget, can always give a watch. Uh. I I don't mind receiving a few oh, watches. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Maybe can collaborate. As, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah yeah. Wow, so nice. Mm. Uh, can can. Yeah, okay. think about it. Think about it. But actually, the point you made actually going back just to a little bit of the point you made about um the UI UX part, right? Actually, it's very is is the the way you present it is very interesting because so also traditionally uh, from academic perspectives, uh, right? The U, UI has always been coming from uh 
um, has always been coming I mean from the hum, uh, human computer interactions side right UI has um, been um, you know always talking about the screen what's on the screen your mm. your different bars icons, or icons yeah. and things right, right so that's the user interface so traditionally a lot of a lot of times we look at it as defining as that um, mm. and then the experience is sort of the bigger thing that we, we talk about but now you know I, I actually do like the way that you present it you're saying that actually the interfacing or with the user Actually, as a brand, there is also UI, right? You're saying so. Oh, right. The brand has a lot of these different UIs. You know, mm. the uncle or the aircon, mm. uh, in the Grab or in the taxi, um, or whether it's your 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 F and B companies. You know, all of these are the different user interfaces. You know, some people mm. call it brand touch points, like, Right, but mm, but correct. you call it as a user interface and the experience or the UX that you want to your your client wants to have at the end of the day is you know the the emotional right the the I want them yes. to live happy I want to leave right. them to leave um you know thinking of 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 it from a um you know mulling over it and and having thoughts of it so so yeah that I think that's that's um a very very uh you know interesting way to present it I will definitely go and use that for my class next time you know uh quote <laughs> Yulia say uh, yes. U- UI is not just about the digital right yeah, it's also about course. the other you know mm. physical interactions or these non tangible things you know the uncle talking right. to you or not talking to you it's mm. very simple you know it, it, it doesn't take much effort but mm. that is one very key mm. user interface uh you know uh you know user interface says user or interaction that you see on a day to day basis even yeah. just when you open the door then after that you say good morning you know there are different Uniqlo, ways of Uniqlo, uh, right? saying yeah, yeah the way you say morning oh yes 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 yeah good morning you know they will be so happy you know welcome to Uniqlo yeah, welcome to Uniqlo. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Not sponsored. I haven't visited yeah. my Uniqlo yet. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this podcast not sponsored by Uniqlo. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never know. Maybe. Maybe one day, maybe one, one day. One day, one day. Yeah, yeah. One day they will come and talk. talk. And maybe they come and hire you also. You know, uh, look, talk about, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah, Design we can, t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Designing t-shirts for, for Uniqlo. Oh, by the way, this, yeah. this one, right? It's, uh, a, it's a 24 uh, karat gold. gold. Wow. Okay, okay, very it's premium. So it's not just a typical pin that you, you, you can Better get. not throw. Ah. Can, can I pawn? If, if I ever get it, how much will I get if I pawn it at the pawn shop? Uh, maybe ah, can get that few. one you have to go and check I go and go check, go check. Go and check. Go and I wait <laughs> for me to get one pin first then I go and I check. know right I know yeah, right I'll, yeah. I'll wait for the next talk next talk next talk I'll go definitely cool. go. yeah yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll reserve one for you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you um, yeah but I get that, that um, I think that that will you know I think that sums up the, the podcast quite well I think we, we spoke about brands um, you know I think the transition of a company um, from you know from product to to, to, to to looking at branding as a whole um, including all these other facets right i think also mm. the creative system which is very unique you know that you know talking sharing with us you know about how your 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 different isos your your different certifications all of these play a very big part in how you run the whole organization as business and and the value of your different marketing tools as well and your unique ways of selling to to different clients um, and i also think it's you know you know the company you know, I think one of the C's that you talk about in the business, you know, is this consistency thing. And and this consistency thing, the more I, I, I listen about it, the more I hear about it, it just it's just consistency throughout, you know, which I think yeah. it's something that's very rare, you know, in, in, in and especially now in the design world, uh, actually there's so many design design companies, right? I mean, so many design companies that are out there. And, you know, it's it's not just about saying that oh i'm better or i'm you know and uh, or i'm better or i'm faster or i'm cheaper and things like that i think nowadays you know i think the path that you've taken in terms of you know have building a consistent uh, organization that you know ties in all of these different aspects you know that's something that's i think quite unique like and, and also you talk about the value of um you know having uh, a very uh, the value of 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 you know having some of these investments you know to the pd uh, pdpc the iso standard the accreditations all these different uh, certifications that you talk about you know the value the ex- the added value that, that comes in at a longer at a later stage I think um, that's something that you know is, I think is very unique to the creativist journey uh, and yeah I'm mean, very thankful to to be uh, you know to be part of the creativist uh, you know journey especially last year with the talk uh, you know and, and things for the future so so yeah I think you know that's uh, uh, um, uh, that's very interesting you know the discussions that we've 
had today. Anything else that you want to sort of share, um, you know, so as, as a last point, Yulia, to sort of share with the listeners, especially, you know, those who are maybe, um, you know, hearing about creative for the first time or, you know, uh, learning about, you know, all these design, the, the systems and, um, um, you know, especially the branding and things like anything that you, you want to sort of talk about or anything that you, uh, we, you, you feel that we missed out? Okay. Um, I mean, like, I got a lot of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> I always got a lot of things sure, to sure. say. Sure, sure. We have another episode. We have another episode. Don't worry. Don't worry. Invite yeah. me again, okay? I will, I will. Yeah. Let's see what kind of parting words can I have for this session. Okay. So maybe you can take a look at this as in uh, brand itself mm. is actually a going thing. Uh, um, yeah. Brand is a life. Brand is a going thing. So there's a lot of hindrances coming along. There's uh, a lot of for you to put an effort so that the brand can actually grow and attract more people. You know, people start to know about your brand. It's more onto like a life cycle, you know. But of course, it's not date lah. Mm-hmm. You know, the growing life cycle, yeah. right? Uh, when you're a startup, you're actually like a baby, uh, like a baby uh, brand, right? Baby brand, nobody knows about your name, what you're good at, or what kind of product services that you have. So there will be a lot of you, uh, a lot of time spent needed for creating awareness. You know, um, more like telling people, telling people what you do, what you're good at, and just so. Then there will be a time where people start to know about you. You know, then people start to inquire you. People start to see you have a good testimonial track records. That's how uh, enables you to become to the upper stage. We call it um, like a bit more stable. You know, they kind of. The growth is actually depending on how fast you can pick up and start to do up your company itself. Mm-hmm. Some people take longer time between the first stage to the second stage. Some people take longer time to go to an upper one. And also, when you are already stable, you know, very good source of income, people start to know you, people heard about your brands all the time, and you have to maintain it. Mm-hmm. That's why we call it the, the evergreen brand. Mm-hmm. So... You have to maintain this particular brand of yours. Don't ever complacent. You know, stay complacent in terms of uh, it's okay, lah. You know, those those young na- newbies will never go and attack me. One, I'm forty mm. years in the industry, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. forty years in the industry. During your time, you are very peaceful. Mm. But a lot of young brands mm. nowadays is much more aggressive. They are mm. much more hungry, and they can even because they are very comfortable with uh using technology, mm-hmm. you know, using analytics or anything like that, they can even uh, shoot up much faster mm-hmm. than what you are. So, brands needs to take note on their competitor, you know, at all time. Mm-hmm. If you have a digital presence, check on it, analyze it every now and then. If you have a physical, physical thing, go and check on it every time. Mm-hmm. Complacency is not suitable for brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You will die. Yeah. <laughs> Confirm die, chum, yeah. very chum. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And the the fun thing is you just take it as this particular brand is uh, something that's alive. It's part of you uh, for brand owners. Uh, part of you, your your baby as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, groom them, you know. If they have very long cut the hair, you know. If there's any uh, things very old already, the clothes, the, the look. Uh, change new look, mm. you know. Doesn't mean that you change completely new mm. person. But change the new, we call mm. it the brand uh, uh, relaunch, mm. right? And your audience, your customer, your client will be very much appreciated. Mm. And they will see like, oh, you're, you're still keeping up to the trend. Mm. You know, you're still keeping up. You still want to serve me with a new look. And by doing a new brand or rebrand your your company, uh, it can help to attract the new potential customers as well. You know, mm. of course, uh, one thing that the brand should not do is follow trend. Mm. <laughs> they should not follow trend. Mm. They should use the trend to uh, to boost up the brand, mm. but not follow the trend. For example, your company has this very uh official font mm. then suddenly you change the calligraphy one yeah, yeah. Mm. because it's a trend right now yeah, trendy right? trendy yeah, yeah. don't do that yeah, <laughs> yeah. your audience will find it very confused uh, who it, are you then if that's the case yeah. right? so are you this one or are you that one mm. yeah, that's where the consistency comes mm. in every brand must still be consistent in delivering the message mm. 
And yeah, that's all. Yeah, no, no, no that's good. Thanks for <laughs> for those. Uh, also, I think for the listeners, anybody who is uh, interested, Yulia is actually going to be having a webinar um, sometime in August. So I'll put the links mm-hmm. in the description. It's, to, it's along the lines of, you know, how to build a professional service brand to uh, basically attract more businesses. So mm-hmm. uh, if anybody is keen, uh, please feel free to, um, you know, look for the, I'll have the link in the description for the new, the webinar that's coming up in, uh, sometime in August. Uh, also, you know, um, you know, I'll have the links for the book as well. Are you brain dead? So do pick up a copy. Um, if you're you know keen to really look at it uh, as uh, how to maybe do a bit of DIY for your own brand as a start. Uh, and then yeah, if you do want to engage creativians or go and learn from C Academy, I also will have some of the links in the description. If you want to connect that directly with Yula, also we'll have uh, her details in the in the description below for the podcast as well. So, uh, but yeah, thanks very much, Yulia, for spending time with us uh, to, to, to come on this podcast and to share your perspectives on branding and you know and business as well uh, and I think it's very useful for, for all businesses whether it's a client side whether it's design design companies that are sort of starting up or even designers wanting to go into their own uh, to do their own business yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so I think today's talking point today's today's episode has a lot of, have a lot of, has a lot of different uh, snippets and a lot of uh, in good points that, that, that can be learned and taken from both the client as well as the designer side yeah so thank you very much everybody for listening thank you very thank you very much Yulia for joining us today and we'll see you at the next episode and yeah thank you bye bye everybody thank you bye